Welcome back, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, uh, did I just say that? I watched The Tiger King, apparently. Anybody who got that, you also watched The Tiger King. The rest of you who did not watch it, you're welcome for, you know, 10 hours of your life or however long it was that you still have. Yay! As I mentioned in episode one, I had taken a sabbatical from social media, or as I referred to it, socialmeds, because we shorten everything in this day and age, apparently. And boy, was it refreshing. I actually ended up being off of social media for just over three weeks, not a single app or page or anything opened on any platform. And it felt good. I didn't, I was not inundated with all of this crap and garbage and stuff that I don't care about, but we've gotten ourselves trained to the point where we just scroll through it and you just pick and choose and most of it pisses you off or you don't agree with it. And you go, do I really want to be friends with this person? But you just still do because we all, everybody's got to have as many friends as possible. You know, I think when you get to a certain point with your social media, individual social media page, Twitter's a little different because you can have followers, but like especially like Facebook where these people are supposed to be friends, that should be a pretty regulated number. I mean, once you get into the 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, really, you know that many people. If you're using your page to promote something, I understand, but otherwise you are implying that you are friends, that these people should see all of the things in your life that you consider to be personal and expressed to your inner circle. That is no longer, that circle is way out there. But before I get too deep into this topic, of social media on today's episode of Jeff Becomes Jeff. I do wanna point out that right now, social media is infuriating me because it is today in our history, May 30th, 2020, and there is rioting going on. I'm gonna go on record just straight up and say, the officer that killed George Floyd, the man who died on Monday, some of you might say, who's George Floyd? That's because you're scrolling through all this crap, you're reading about the riots, coronavirus is mixed in, Tom Smith's turkey that he's deep frying outside on his patio is also thrown in there. George Floyd is the man who died. I want you to ask yourself, did I know the name of the man before Jeff just told that to me? Ask some of the people around you, do you know the name of the man that died that all of these riots are happening? I would venture to guess that most of them do not know because the attention span is so small because of social media, Sashmates, that we don't pay attention to some of the most significant items. So I want to put that out there again, George Floyd, and again, going on record saying it was wrong. The cop has been arrested, that's good, he's gonna be tried. However, now the riots are going on and there's all these people out there. I understand a protest, but a protest and a riot are two different things. When you go into a Target through a broken window and walk out with boxes of shit that you didn't pay for, that is criminal behavior. That is theft, period. That is not a protest. You're not going to ever win a battle in this country by behaving that way. Maybe you got yourself a new toaster and a new DVD player. You should have gone for the Apple TV because everything's gone digital, by the way. But regardless, it is criminal. If you dispute that, you're an idiot and you don't understand the legal system. You know, it's also disheartening to see all of these poor small businesses that have been closed because of coronavirus for months and are finally able to reopen restaurants and other businesses and they're having their windows smashed in and being set on fire. And now, for example, in Columbus, Ohio, which is way far away from Minneapolis, yet for some reason the riots are going on for days and days, in Columbus, Ohio, they have now issued a curfew. You cannot be out in the city of Columbus after 10 p.m. tonight. So now all of these businesses 
are being shut down early tonight. They're going to make less money. Some of these businesses are never even going to be able to come back from all of this crap that's happening. And see, this is the other thing with social media is like you see all these people that say, if you don't understand what, why the riot mentality makes sense, then, then you just don't understand. Okay, then I guess I don't understand because I don't understand why it's okay to argue the fact that someone committed criminal behavior. And in order to prove your point why that is wrong, you say, I'm going to go out and commit criminal behavior. That's like I go into Kroger and I see an old lady just walking out with a loaf of bread under her arm and she I know she didn't pay for it. So I go to the manager and I say, hey, that, that old lady's leaving. She didn't pay for that bread. And the manager goes, oh, Mrs. Schmidt, Mrs. Schmidt, she doesn't remember things very well. It's okay. It's just a loaf of bread. And I'm like, well, what the hell? I got to pay for the bread. How come she doesn't have to pay for the bread? So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go set the seafood department on fire. All right. I'm going to get off this rant because I don't want to I don't want to take too much of a stance. Again, I want to reiterate. I think the death of George Floyd was bullshit. And I think the officer should be tried and found guilty. He, he did not follow his training. Was it racially motivated? None of us can say that for sure. Of course, we're going to assume that it was. However, the three other police officers that were around the white officer that killed George Floyd and did not stop him. None of them were white. One was black, one was Asian, and one was Latino, I believe. Maybe I have that wrong. Maybe it's because I just saw that on social media. But that's the problem. Sashmeet is that we look at all this stuff on social media and, oh, I saw it on this, so it must be true. So I'm going to just stop the record right there. Let's back up. Jeff's taking a deep breath. I don't know why I held it before I let it out. It was just to create suspense. But I want to talk about social media and why I hate it and why I kind of hate the fact that everybody uses it. And I'm going to tell you a secret. I kind of hate you for using it, but I hate myself too for using it. So that's why I took the break and I felt much better, but I'm back on it because I'm a whore and I need it to promote my platform. However, if I did not have music, and podcast and stuff like that, I would probably delete myself from social media. Here, let me give you an example. I hate to go back to the riots and stuff. I live on the outskirts of Columbus, Ohio, so I'm just outside the outer belt. So downtown Columbus, where all the stuff is taking place, is probably about 20 to 25 miles away. If I did not have social media at all, I would not know any of this stuff was happening. I would be clueless that any of this stuff was happening. So that's where social media is kind of, it gets to the point where we're all getting overcome with things that are happening way outside of that circle. You know what I mean? It's that circle I talked about earlier. We used to live in a society where we concerned ourselves with the things that happened in our immediate vicinity. We found out about larger scale items in our city or our state or our country or the world through news. But that news was digested into one hour or two hour segments here or there. Yes, I'm going back 40 or 50 years and dating myself. But it used to be that we didn't have news around the clock. You didn't have CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, CNN 7, ESPN News. Like all of this stuff, they just have to fill the slots because cable is around the clock. They don't shut off. I mean, back in the day, TV in general, they didn't even run programs after a certain point in time in the night. They just said, thank you for tuning into Channel 5. Boo. 
And that's all you heard for like eight hours. Now, I'm not old enough to really remember those days. I am old enough to remember the onset of cable and the onset of VHS tapes or beta. Back then, you beta people. Losers! But social media has completely changed the landscape of how people think they fit in to the world. Because they think that they fit in like this puzzle piece. If you have an 18,000-piece puzzle and I'm the bottom right-hand corner, I don't have that much to do with the puzzle piece that is in the top left corner. I probably don't look anything like it other than the fact that we both have a corner piece. Maybe this is a bad example by using the corner pieces. Maybe I should have selected one that was slightly in. So just adjust it, and now I'm just slightly in. That's what she said. But because of social media, we feel like we're right next to the piece that's way on the other side of the puzzle board. So obviously, the onset of email and texting and things like that early, early on, that's kind of the first form of social media because it was, I mean, if you want to go back, I had a pen pal when I was seven. She lived in Austria. That's social media. I mean, technically, you could consider media things like the newspaper or letters. You know, it's it's a form of media. When we talk about social media, socialmates, we are talking about, you know, the virtual space, the electronic, the digital era, the digital age. MySpace was pretty much like the start of everything. MySpace was like, here you go, create a page, upload pictures, comment, post things, people can comment on your stuff, people can like your stuff. Here's this guy, Tom. Good luck figuring out how to remove him from your page. He's always going to be your friend. And then MySpace started to develop where you could do overlays and you could start to customize your page, which was great for me as like a musician, because it was almost like having your own website. You didn't need to worry about purchasing a domain name like your .com. You didn't have to worry about hosting. You didn't have to know how to build a website, which back then the software in order to do it without in what's called a WYSIWYG editor, which is what you see is what you get, WYSIWYG. Uh, so if you ever hear the term WYSIWYG, that's what that means. It is a software program where you look at it and you lay things out and that's the end result. Whereas early days of, of website design, I know because this is what I did, was coding. You would go and use a language called HTML and you would build the page through code and then you would open it in a browser to see if what you did in the code was right or wrong, refresh it, fix whatever crap you broke, refresh it, fix whatever crap you broke, Refresh it, fix whatever crap you broke. So I want to say that Facebook was pretty much like the next social media platform, Sashmeet, that came out uh, after, that took over for MySpace. So everyone started to have a Facebook account, which now, you know, you think of Facebook, and I have a 17 and 18 year old son and daughter, respectively, and they have nothing to do with Facebook. Facebook is for the old fogies. Uh, it is a certainly older demographic that uses the book of face, but Facebook started to kind of knock my space off. I'm not sure what the appeal was, what the difference was. I was probably one of the last people to switch from my space to Facebook. I probably still have a MySpace page. I just don't remember the password to get into it. So I don't care. But shortly after Facebook is when it all started to take off. Then you started to get, I don't, you know, I don't remember chronologically which came out next, which came out second, third, fourth, whatever. So forgive me on that. But we had, you know, we started to see this influx of things like Instagram and Twitter 
and then the dreaded Snapchat. I never use Snapchat. I, I installed it once, I set up a profile because I had a, a younger friend, my old guitar player who used Snapchat and he's like, oh, you gotta use Snapchat. So I installed Snapchat, but I never liked Snapchat because it felt like this old Mission Impossible type of social media platform where this picture will self-destruct in 12 seconds. It seemed like it was really shady. Why, why do I need a social media platform where I'm sending things to people and then you know, the picture just disappears and gets deleted forever. You know, obviously it seemed like, well, this is the perfect way for people to send, you know, nudes and stuff to each other without it having to be preserved. Now you don't know what Snapchat is keeping. I bet they have themselves a nice little database or what they call the spank bank. But then people figured out that they could just screen grab the Snapchat. So even though it goes away, now they still have it in their library. But then Snapchat caught on and said, well, now we're gonna show you if people screen grab, I don't know. I don't know much about Snapchat. That's about all I know, but it just, it always seemed fishy to me. Had no interest in it. Uh, I had an ex that loved Snapchat and she would chat with her friend and she'd take a picture of her feet that were up on the coffee table and with like a glass of wine in front of it and say, Monday night. And she would type that text on top of the picture and then send it and I'd say, why don't you just text her? If you guys wanna talk, I don't understand why you have to take pictures of random crap in the house to put a message over it. It just seems like it's a lot easier to text. That was my frame of thought, but I'm an old man. So back to Twitter and Instagram, Twitter was this, like, you know, it was the king of brevity. If you don't know what brevity is, look it up. Not my fault that you have a poor vocabulary. But they were the kings of brevity. They came out with this limited, you know, I don't even know if they allowed photos in the beginning. Maybe they did. I was not on Twitter early on, but I do recall something could be talking out of my ass, but I want to say that early on in Twitter days, they had a much shorter character length that you could do, and then they expanded it to a, what I think is now 140 characters because it was, you know, taking on, taking off, whatever. And they, they wanted people to be able to say a little bit more without this dot, 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 and you got to open it to see what else is going on. Instagram is like... I don't know, it's it's basically just pictures again. It's kind of like Snapchat meets Facebook where you can actually add a comment underneath. You don't have to write the comment on the picture. I'm not a big Instagram user. You know what? The main reason, and this goes back to my issue with a lot of social media, is because most of the shit that you put on social media, and by most of it, I mean all of it, I don't care. I do not care what your shish kebab looks like that you're grilling, okay? I do not care that your dog just got a bath or a nail trim or both. I mean, I'm happy for the dog. It probably feels fresher and it's not going tickety, tickety, tickety when it walks around the house, but I don't care. That's not, that's not shit you need to share with me. I don't care about your political opinion. I don't. And we live in such a polarized, opposite spectrum, left and right society where everything, there is no middle of the aisle anymore. The fact is, is that everything that you post on social media that is your political opinion or some stance, you're gonna have two types of people that read that message. The people that don't agree with you and the people that do. And the people that don't agree with you are gonna go, Whew, stupid idiot. And the people that agree with you are gonna go, damn right girlfriend, click, like, love, share, retweet, repost. 
And then that person's people are going to see it. And then they'll have two types of people. You're not convincing anybody anything through social media. I hope you know that. I hope when you post something politically motivated or politically charged and you have some kind of a message that you are not swaying anybody. We've all made up our minds. We all are products of our environment, of our surroundings, of our upbringings. So for the love of Pete, quit telling me that you like Biden or you love Trump. The fact is, is you know that I sit on one side because guess what? I just said, we live in this society where there's not really much of a middle. Although I like to think of myself as a middle person. However, I don't like whatever side I sit on. I don't want to hear it from either side, okay? Shut up. Let me ingest my news. If I want to read the news on a certain day and I want to become more educated, I will. If I want to watch a debate, I will. If I want to go vote, I will. You are not going to sway me, especially when you're posting a political opinion right after you posted something showing me how juicy your burgers were that you had for lunch today. In the end, social media is its really just a huge orgy of self-gratification. It is all these people that are out there, and they just want people to like me and love me and friend me and follow me. And, oh my God, did you block me? <gasps> no! It's such a ridiculous society. And, it, and social media is so antisocial. You're not actually interacting with any of these people. Sociality is... And maybe that's not a word, but in my mind, that is the idea of people coming together, congregating, communing, doing things as a society, as a group, doing things, not swipe, swipe, swipe. Ooh, her burgers look juicy. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Ooh, I really do think Biden likes to squeeze other women's boobies. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah, Trump's hair does look like it's flying off. Swipe, swipe. This is essentially what everyone is doing for the majority of their day. My God. Let me let me point out before I wrap up here, because I do realize I'm running a little long. Depends on how I edit it down. But quit with the pictures held way up high. We all know it's a trick. Everyone knows your other four chins. They're hidden. Yes, we understand that. And your boobies look bigger. Yes, we understand that too. Your face looks thinner. Everything looks smaller. It's it's a tapering effect. It is, it's, it's not special effects. You don't need Steven Spielberg. It's just you holding your camera ridiculously high, okay? And you're not fooling anyone. Also, with the filters, okay? The dog ears and things like that. Yes, those are... Yeah, they're not even comical. They're not even entertaining. But I don't mind those as much as I mind the people who put the filter on that just makes it look like someone smudged your entire face. What do you think we think? Do we Are we not walking around and seeing actual people's faces? Do you think that all we do is just look through this, hey, all I, I've never left the house. I've only looked at this little rectangle in my pocket. She's got the best skin I've ever seen in my life. It's. Uh, I wonder what she uses. No, we all know you're using a filter. No one's face looks like that. It's not natural. It's inhuman. It's alien. So stop doing it. That is catfishing right there. That's basically saying, hey, everybody, I'm going to let you think I look like something. And then you run into that person on the street and they're like, who are you? Because you don't look anything like that. I thought you would have dog ears. I, I must be confused from your social media profile picture. So enough of my ranting. I will let you all get back on with your lives, get back on with your curfew, get back on with your rioting. 
Uh, I hope everybody is staying safe. And it sucks that we're all going through this time. It seems very cyclical at the moment. But I, what I do want to encourage all of you to consider doing is a, a short little break. Just figure out, do I need social media? You don't. You can go find news on your phone. You can find news on your computer. You can find news on your TV. I'm not asking you to do it for three weeks like I did, although that was quite refreshing. If I didn't have to announce the launch of the podcast, it may have gone on longer than that. Tell yourself I'm going to do it for two days. Act like it's like smoking cigarettes. Like, you need to quit. You need to stop. You need to see, am I addicted? Am I doing this all the damn time? And then also, I want to implore you all, when you are using meets to think about what you're posting and say, all right, this is a platform where I can put stuff out there, but I also understand that I live in a smaller circle for real. It's called wherever you're at, your family, your friends, the not the friends on Facebook. I'm talking your actual friends, people you see and interact with, text with, not Snapchat, text. But think about what you're putting out there. We don't need to know about your scrotum fungus or how juicy your burgers were for lunch. Don't overshare. I'm begging you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. Good night.